Guys from Podcast, just two guys answering the internet's questions. I'm Sean Cordingly. And I'm David R. Smith. Today's first question comes from several people. The new Thor trailer dropped and everybody wants us to do a react to the Thor Ragnarok trailer. So we're gonna. Yep. Looks great. (laughs) See you guys next week. So, before we got started, I asked Dave how much he knew about Thor, mm-hmm. and the answer I got was... He's Norse, right? Yeah. Now, see you guys next week. <laughs> I, I I know that he's an Avenger. I know that yep. he was played by Chris Hemsworth, even though I had to double-check with you. Right. I knew he was a Hemsworth, I just couldn't remember which one. That's closer than nothing. Sure. <laughs> Uh, that's essentially the extent of it. I've never seen either Thor movie. I'm not even sure I've seen an Avengers movie yet, so... Right. This was tricky for me, but it looks really cool. It really does. This is the best-looking Thor. Is it? So far, yes. Okay. So, you've seen the first two? Okay. Um... I believe I am caught up, Marvel-wise. Oh, really? Yeah. As in, you've seen all the Marvel movies? Well, other than, like, Spider-Man, which just came out, or is just coming out. It's still not out yet. Jesus, it feels like it was (laughs) six months ago we did that Homecoming trailer. Yeah, that was December, so four. Okay, but still, like, that's, man. Anyway. (laughs) I guess, I mean, it's April, and this one comes out in November, so that makes perfect sense. Just, okay, but other than that, have you seen all the Marvel movies? Yeah. Impressive. I mean, I also understand that you see movies, and I clearly don't, but... Right. And I've read a bunch of the books. Sure. So I care as well. Which is very different from me, because I've never read a comic book. Well, no, I've never read a comic book in my life. No, you have. We we did a Star Wars podcast two oh, years yeah. ago. Like, you don't have any books. Here, read this Darth <laughs> Vader number one. And you read that. Sweet. So, yeah. yeah. Uh... Okay, so you've seen all the Avengers, all the Thors, and you say this one's the best looking up so far. For Thor. In what sense? The first two Thors aren't great. Oh, really? Yeah. Thor's not particularly my favorite when it comes to the Avengers or Marvel characters to begin with. Right. The movies are fun. Right. Most of the books I've read I haven't been all that impressed with. Okay. To be honest. So, because it's it's Thor. What can you do with a Norse god? Right. That's fair. So... Okay, now, one of the things that I know, kind of, was right at the beginning of the trailer, uh, you know, he's dangling from the chain above what we can only assume is lava. Yeah. But, like, the first shot is him, it looks like somebody's falling into the water, and then it turns out it's, like, him on this chain, and it's actually ice or something. It's kind of a weird first shot. Yeah, he's being dangled. Yeah. He says, I know what you're thinking, how did this happen? And then we see Hela walking, and he... Hucks his hammer at it at her and Mjolnir, she catches it. Right. Was that Mjolnir? Right. Is that the name of the hammer? Okay, thank yep. you. And that's when the immigrant song by Led Zeppelin starts, and that's right. perfect for this this trailer. Oh, it really is. And then she destroys it, like she catches it and she destroys it. Yes. Now that's a big deal, right? Yeah. Because it is my belief and my understanding that only Thor can wield his hammer. Only one worthy of wielding Mjolnir can wield Mjolnir. Okay. Okay, so I was close. Yeah. Well, so it's not like he's the only one, but there are very few 
beings that can because they're not worthy to... Typically to wield it in the universe, you are then Thor. I see. Okay. Yeah. So not only can she wield it, but she actually squeezes it and destroys it. She's not wielding it. She's just just, stopping it from doing any damage. She caught it. Right. Right. And is that a thing? Like, he just whips it at people and because they can't do anything, it just... Yeah. Hits them? Yes. Cool. So... The first part of the trailer react will be Sean explains Thor to Dave. Which so, we all probably saw coming because... I would hope so. Yeah. Anybody, <laughs> Nobody tweeted you to ask about the Thor Ragnarok trailer. Well, they all went to me. And let's be honest, unless it's your first time, hello. Um, anybody who's listened enough knows my complete ignorance when it comes to these things. So, yep. So it's... I'm speaking for the everyman again. Um, (laughs) Actually, I think there may be more people in my boat who have at least seen some of the Marvel movies than yours. Especially who listen to this podcast. So everybody's sitting there yelling at their (laughs) podcasts, whatever they're Uh, using. Sean, you are not pronouncing the umlaut over the J (laughs) in Mjolnir properly? (laughs) Yes. No, I was just saying they're probably yelling at me being like, how do you not know this? You're an idiot. Anyway, so she she catches the hammer. Right. That's a big deal. Yes. Is it a big deal because that's just not supposed to happen, and it kind of shows the extent of her power? Yeah. Okay. It's an early indicator of how powerful Hela Hell is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, Norse mythology-wise, yeah. do you know anything about Hell? Which not, would be the goddess that Hela is based on. Not of. particularly. Goddess of death. Oh, okay. Makes She's sense. death. Okay. That. I mean, the first thing that she says. That happens to is, explain some stuff for you, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. Asgard is dead. She's basically there to kill everybody in Asgard. Right. Right? Yeah, pretty much. Because she already rules hell and. and uh, Niflheim, I believe? Niflheim. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so basically her job is to just kind of kill people. Well, she's death. Yeah. So, but like her role in the movie—that's basically what she's there. She to is do. the bringer of Ragnarok. So, yes. Okay. Next question. Right. What is Ragnarok? The apocalypse in Norse mythology. Ah. Oh. That is the end of times and the start of the next cycle. I see. Yeah. So is that basically what's happening in this? That's what Thor presumably will be trying to stop. Uh-huh. Is the end of. Asgard and the realms. I see. So Ragnarok is not Thunderdome, which no. I just got. I just assumed that it was like this is where he ends up is Thunderdome, and now he's a gladiator. Well, that that's sort of what happens. Yeah, but it's not. But Ragnarok is not the name of the Colosseum in which they fight. It could be. Oh, okay. Like it, I have no idea. It very well could be. Would make a great name for it. That, Coliseum. Why not? Yeah. Right? Call it, you're essentially calling the Coliseum where gladiators fight to the death Apocalypse. Yeah. So, sure. It's very fitting. Yeah. I'm not completely out to lunch. Okay. But the general idea is that, like, at one point we were watching She Crisplodes Asgard. Right. We assume it's her. Yeah, it's a fair assumption considering it looks like it turns to ash and death. The Tree of Life dies, so yeah. Yeah. Well, and she says Asgard is dead, and then... Like, That's what happens. Almost literally the very next shot is that big explosion throughout the, the city. Right. City? It's a city? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and then the Tree of Life dies, so that's a big deal. Yeah. Um, 
So I assume that Thor doesn't die. Like, is it possible that he dies and then like there? Yes. Okay, and so anything we see beyond that is like his next, like he's reincarnated as a different Thor, or it's possible. Interesting. Thor dies in the books, so okay, because Ragnarok is the end of times, right? That's so just, it's remarkable, and I know we've talked about this in the past, like with Captain America and and everything like that. It's just remarkable how much death there is in comic books. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense because you can only go on one story so many times. I mean, you can restart a series with different, like, same character but different situations and everything. And the only way to do that is to kill that one storyline. Yep. Which makes sense. It's just, it's... And then wait a few years and then bring it back. Sure. Yeah. Doing something different with it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, it's just, um... Now, will they kill Thor? Eh, I don't know. Thanos is coming. Maybe, maybe not. Right. That's Guardians of the Galaxy, right? Well, we see him originally. Yes. We see him in Guardians in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. He's right. the one that Ronan the Accuser is talking to, and he wants the the Infinity Stones. Thanos does. Right. But Ronan wanted to keep it for himself so that he could rule things. To purge. Yes. Right. The and then Nova he Corps. dies. Right. Okay. Right. But Thanos, like, what is coming, it's basically, and we've talked about this before too, but... Thanos is coming, and they basically need everybody they can to it's, fight Thanos. Yeah, it's the Infinity War. This is the war to end wars. Right. Yet. And does that mean no more Marvel movies? It could. Do you believe that? No. <laughs> so. <laughs> I just wonder, like, I get where they're going, and it's taken however many years to come to this point. Yeah. And then what? Start over again? I don't know. Well, to be fair, the Infinity Gauntlet series in the comics was in the 80s. Comics didn't really end. That's fair. <laughs> right? You could just do other stuff. Sure. and then... Play with it. The stuff that we've talked about. Do weird movies. Mm-hmm. Do random stuff. Do a buddy cop movie. Whatever you want to do, you can do it. Totally. They've got the money and they've got the backing. Yeah. I guess that's the same thing. Um, okay. That's fascinating. I'm just... Now I'm... Is it worth me... Because I really like the look of this movie. Okay. And it comes out in November. Yes. Now, having never seen any Avengers and never having seen any Thor. Right. But this one looks interesting enough that I feel like I, I would want to watch it. But I also feel like if I want to watch it, I need to figure out what's happening in the Thor movies, which means I need to figure out what's happening in the Avengers movies. But I also might need to figure out all the other characters to watch the Avengers. Is that right? Yes and no. Okay. Would it not be a, a good idea to maybe catch up so that way these podcasts where we're asked to talk about this once every two months might be a little easier for you? Eh, I guess. This is super easy for me. I know. <laughs> well, and I don't mind asking questions, but I just... Yeah. What do I need to have seen in order to understand this movie? Uh, Thor 1 and 2 will help. Sure. Because uh, Just to give you a basis in Thor. Sure meet the Thor characters and the ones around Thor. Right. Avengers 1 and 2. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, because Anthony Hopkins plays Odin. Yep. And I assume he's in some of the earlier ones too, right? Because Thor and Thor Dark World. Yeah. He's in both of the, he's in both Thors. Because yep. Odin is... The Allfather. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Uh, I wouldn't have said the Allfather. I would have just said he's like... The Zeus of the Norse world, right? Yeah, yeah which okay. in the Norse world is called the Alpha. Sure, so okay. Yes. <laughs> I just want to get that. <laughs> yeah. I just wouldn't know what the actual term for him is. No, that's fine. Um, yep. 
So we got Anthony Hopkins playing Odin, and right. then we've got uh, Tom Hiddleston playing Loki, who was kind of like the like he's the the antithesis to Thor, right? Like he's the yeah, sure. They're because he's the god of Loki is the god of mischief. Yes, in traditional Norse Norse mythology, and right? this essentially, okay. yeah, they're brothers. Okay, so. And he's in all of them, so it's not like... Do they fight each other? Yeah. Okay. And also love each other. Sure, like brothers tend to do. Right. Okay. Loki is also in the first Avengers. Okay. As the main villain. Oh, he is. So okay. So watch the first Thor before you watch the Avengers. You should just watch them in order. Like chronological order. order. Yeah, yes. That makes sense. Uh, if you want to see this, you should also see Doctor Strange. He will be in it. Thor will? Or Doctor Strange will be in this. Yes. I see. In Ragnarok? I, I did, yes. I didn't even see Benedict Cumberbatch on there. He, oh, my God. No, I mean, in the in the IMDb listing, not on the trailer. Oh, uh, he's second. What? Turn around and look. He's right below Tom Hiddleston as Loki. How's Chris Hemsworth fifth? <laughs> he plays the titular character. He does? So, uh, yeah. Well, that's why I just, I got distracted by Idris Elba. He will be in it. Okay. So knowing who Doctor Strange is is also a good idea. Gotcha. Okay. Great. Boy, I have a lot of movies to watch. Captain America Civil War, probably a good idea anyway, because it's a basically a sequel to Avengers 2. Okay. Despite the fact that it's a Captain America movie? Right, but it's this is Civil War between all of the Avengers. Sure. Which Thor is not in because of Ragnarok. He is involved in this. But right. to know all, some of the other stuff that's going on leading towards Doctor Strange, you need to, yeah. Okay. So he's not in Civil War because of Ragnarok. Right. But Civil War has already come out. Right. Okay. So are they kind of happening at the same time? This one just came out later? Is that the, kind of the idea? Timeline-y, that's what I mean. Is okay. He's not in it because... Also, you have to think about it in terms of Civil War. Iron Man's a dude in a suit. Panther is a dude in a suit. Right. Uh, Scarlet Witch is super powerful. Uh, Ant-Man can grow and shrink himself and punch stuff. Sure. Norse God. Right. <laughs> Norse God of lightning. Right. So is Thor more powerful than these people then? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Scarlet Witch is probably equivalent to, and Doctor Strange is equivalent or more. Okay. When he gets super good, but it depends what he... Could watch the movie. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Now, at the end of the movie, and we're kind of jumping around a lot. Which one? This one. The one we're the watching the trailer. trailer. The end of the trailer. Gotcha. Yes. yes. We're jumping around a lot because, you know, it's That's what the we guys do. from podcast. It's right. what we do. Best part of the, the trailer is, and now the main event, or it's main event time. Said by the Goldblum. It is the Goldblum who says that. Yes. Because well, earlier he says, what have you brought today? Tell me. And she says a contender. Yeah. And he looks really interesting. And it's the Goldblum, and we get really excited because it's the Goldblum. Yeah, you'll hear it in Endlore. Yeah. It's, at, yeah. Yeah. I like that you just call it Endlore. Yeah, I might as well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it's main event time, and then we see then we see Thor with his new haircut and his fancy paint job on his face. Yep. And then he puts on his Asterix helmet. Right. Apparently that's a big deal for big Thor fans. Yeah. It's a, a silver golden age Thor look. It's like a tip of the hat to the... How much that he wore in the comic books, right? Yep. With a modern twist, sure. obviously. Yep. And then I give you your incredible, and the door's starting to open. The big, like, they go up, and then they go 
horizontally. Yep. I give you your incredible, and then he comes smashing through the rest of the wall. And then Thor goes, gets really excited, yells, yes, and then everything goes quiet. You see the Grandmaster, played by the Goldblum, and Loki, played by Tom Hiddleston, sitting on this, like, 15-foot couch, and they're on each arm. It's like the ultimate guy couch, because, like, we're going to sit on the same couch, but we don't want to touch, so we'll be as far away as we possibly can. (laughs) Yep. And they kind of, like... Goblin looks confused. Confused. Loki and does Loki not. looks worried. He almost like looks at the. In my opinion, it like it's like he's looking at the Grandmaster, being like, um, "Did you not know? Did, yeah, <laughs> this this could be awkward." And he says, "We know each other. He's a friend from work." Oh come on! Like I don't know if that's an oh come on, like oh come on, or oh come on, we have to do this. I, well, because the cut, you might not have that written down in your notes, but it is. It shows the Hulk kind of like narrowing his eyes and turning and starting to attack yeah then thor says oh, oh come, come on, on. Starts and backing to get himself weird not hammer wand thing yeah and then goes running in mace your, basically yeah your mace your scepter sort he has of a space thing. mace yeah. yeah there you go space mace <laughs> and they go running at each other and it's just that prototypical comic book movie action shot where it's like the two are running at each other and you know it looks like thor's about to give an uppercut and then it goes bloom to the, 80s, the, the, the super t- 80s Thor logo. Okay, we need to stop here for just a second. <laughs> okay. Because I have a question, but the super 80s graphics is amazing. Yeah. I don't know what the, the reasoning was behind it, but... Uh, this is the third director in the series now. Right. Taika so, Watiti is just... He's himself. He makes what he wants to make, and I bet you this was just part of the thing where he wanted to make it, give it a style and give it a feel to well, it. it just stands out onto itself that this way. It's, yep. It separates itself. I mean, you've already said that it, it looks better than any of the, the other two Thors. I think it does, yeah. Sure. Your personal opinion is that yeah. it looks better than the other two Thors. I am more excited for Thor Ragnarok than I was for, say, Dark World or... Even the first the one. origin story, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think it just looks really cool, and it certainly gives it a style unto itself, which is kind of rad. Yep. My question, amongst all this, is why is the Hulk there? Do you know? Yeah, I have. Yeah, and is it going to spoil things if I if you tell me? Um. Uh... What do you mean by spoil things? <laughs> Will it spoil any of the movies? Yeah. Probably not. Okay. But would it spoil some potential storyline stuff? Yes. I see. Okay. Well, then I guess I don't need to have that question answered. It's just like... I understand, like, I don't know where the... I don't know where the rift is there or if there is a rift or why he's fighting or why he's fighting in Ragnarok I'm just calling it that from now on even if that's not the title of that that's not the name of the Colosseum okay fine but it looks like it almost feels like he's been brainwashed or something because Mm. he's fighting I don't know it's just uh, as somebody who is so naive to yeah to all this, I have no idea why all of a sudden, because I know that they're both Avengers, and so I'm just curious as to why that's a thing. Well, remember when I was talking about Civil War? Yeah. 
And I was like, you can't have Thor there because it's just dudes in a suit. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Okay. Hulk's not there either. Okay. Because he's also at Ragnarok. Kind of. <laughs> no. God damn it. There, this seems to be, and this won't mean much to you, but for comic fans it would, but this seems to be like they're doing the Green Scar story. Let me say that again. The Green Scar story. Okay. Which is Planet Hulk. Which is post-Civil War in the books. Which is where Hulk goes to a different planet. He goes to a different planet during the Civil War? Yeah. He is sent there during the Civil War. Right. Yeah. Who sends him there? Do you want me to spoil that? Because it might be in the movie. Oh, okay. It doesn't... I mean, sure. It doesn't really matter. I guess that makes sense. But what, somebody else from the Avengers sends him away, I assume, right? Avengers, fantastic. Someone else from Marvel. Okay. Uh, like, there's a group that sends him away. Gotcha. Yes. Okay. I'm basically winking to all of the comic book fans because it's fairly well known. <laughs> and but I don't, these, but and, I don't want to spoil it for you in case it is in stuff. Because right. that is a fairly big, like, why is he there? And then here's a 15-minute flashback where it's like, oh, Sean said that in April. Right. I know that. Yeah, okay. And that's fair. I mean, and I don't want you to necessarily spoil it for me because at some point, le- theoretically, I will watch all the movies, but uh, I just don't know when. <laughs> but it will definitely... You're getting to the point now where something like this, which is the third Thor movie and ties into Avengers because it has the Hulk in yeah. it, and also with Doctor Strange coming... To not have at least seen the Thors and the Avengers yeah. is not going to be very good for you. No, it's starting to be more and more detrimental. Yeah. Damn, this podcast. It's just so easy to, to live in my ignorance and be like, <laughs> everything's great. There's this crazy psychedelic superhero movie starring Benedict Cumberbatch that you should totally watch, but you need to see these four first. <laughs> oh, God. It's like... Because none of them are two hours, are they? The Thor ones are. Are they? The first one's by Kenneth Branagh. Really? Yes. Yes. Man, that guy does everything too, hey? Yes, he does. Yeah, he directed it. Ten. It's like at least 14 hours of movies. Yeah? So one a day for a week? Oh, yeah. Because I have two hours a day every day. (sighs) You will. We're in eventually (laughs) theater season ends dave i know it ends (laughs) yeah but then it's golf season and outside season and you can't golf at night challenge accepted (laughs) i could just replace you for all the nerdy topics (laughs) that's fair um Okay, well that's that's cool. There's a lot of there's a lot of unanswered questions, but I feel like a lot of those questions will be answered a when I see other movies and b when yeah. I see this movie. So let's not dwell on that. Um, Idris Elba looks badass. Yeah, as wait, Heimdall. I, oh, I was just about to say it. Heimdall. Yep. Um, who is Heimdall? Uh, the Watcher. Okay. Well, not it's... the Watcher. The Watcher is something specific, but he is the gatekeeper. I suppose, okay. who also can watch. Keeps an eye out on things. Okay. Uh, how much do you know about Norse mythology? <laughs> do you know anything about the Rainbow Road that's not from Mario Kart? 
I I certainly feel like I do, but I I, okay. I need a little refresher. So is it that's the path, like the afterlife path, or just the path? It's the path to Asgard. Oh, okay, what that's is Asgard? Uh, where they are from? It's their realm. Oh, okay. It's not like a okay. Well, they are gods to us. Right. Okay. Fair. Um, Again, when you see the Thor movies, they will explain the realms. Gotcha. So okay. I don't want to be like, and then this happens when the nine are aligned, and then the elves are coming, and frost giants are from here, and this is half <laughs> frost giant. So That all gets explained in the Thor movies? It sure does. Terrific. Okay. So the Rainbow Road. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Heimdall's the gatekeeper of that. He manages it, and he watches. I see. Okay. Just to kind of... He's the gatekeeper to the realm of the gods, if that's the easiest so way to allow, think of it. So he, he allows entry to those who should be there and disallows entry to those who shouldn't. Right. So he allows right. entry to Asgardians and those brought by Asgardians, and that's pretty much it. Okay. So did he drop the ball when Hela came, or did she just overpower him? Or I guess we need to figure that out and... Uh, that will most likely be answered later. Or, actually, that's already been answered. You just need to see those movies. Son of a deadly. Okay. Do we like Heimdall? Yeah. Okay. I do. He's he's a good character. Well, yeah. Well, he's a gatekeeper. Right. So, inherent in that, he's not always going to do what your heroes want. Sure. Because he has his own set guidelines. Sure. But... That makes sense. Yeah, okay. So if there's a rule, like, if, if that person has the credentials, I say sure. credentials in the loosest term. If, if they their are, passport if they are, is yeah. in order, yeah, exactly. they are allowed into Asgard. If they if they meet the criteria, even if they're not of good spirit, he will let them in because he's just that, doing his job. He's going to let Loki come back. Sure. That's his job. Right, okay. That makes sense. So we like him as a character, it's just sometimes he doesn't do the things that... You would want him to... Because but he's doing up. his job. I see. Okay. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> Thanks for listening to 26 minutes of Sean explaining Thor and Norse mythology. <laughs> Sometimes that happens. Yep. Sometimes we just do things like this. Yes, it happens. I would like to note that I haven't looked anything up yet. No, Sean's been pretty much doing all this off the cuff. <laughs> Can you tell me why all of a sudden Thor meets Star Wars meets Mad Max? Like, there's uh, spaceships, and then there's, like... Okay, so what I am assuming probably happens is he gets blasted to a different realm slash the other side of our galaxy. Okay. In the in the Hela explosion at Yeah, or Hela Asgard. just banishes him after she smashes the hammer, or right. he escapes from the dangly chain bit. Right. Or we don't know. Okay. But, yeah. So you don't know. You don't know the answer, basically. I mean, you you have you have ideas. I but could you assume don't... based on what may have happened, but right. I don't know specifically. Okay. It wasn't like the end of Thor two. He's on a different planet. Sure. No. Okay. This is. Um, it's literally going to but, happen in this. But you don't know, like. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I was just like, is it? Is this world something familiar to you? Or is this something that you are? From the comic books? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. Okay. Like, I'm 90% sure. Gotcha. Or at least they're doing a take on some stuff from the books. Sure. Okay. Um, 
And I assume it's in this world where he ends up at the the Ragnarok Coliseum. Yes. I see. Okay. Sponsored by Coke. Sure. Because, <laughs> you know, you have to have your corporate name on everything. Yeah. Right? Interesting. Okay. Because it looks like everybody looks so ungodlike wherever he is. Yeah. They would not be gods. They're aliens, essentially. Sure. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Um, Technically, he's not god a god either. He's a god to us. But in Asgard, he's Thor, son of the king, and he can wield a hammer. Right. If they're all of that power level or higher. Right. They're not So in gods. Asgard, he's just a dude. Yeah, well, again, son of the king. So heir to the throne, but he's he's no from a from a power standpoint he's got no more particular powers than, I mean Prince William is the heir to the throne right but he's just a dude right to us right yes whereas whereas if Prince William could throw lightning we're like oh man wow yeah you are a, like a god among men totally. But he can't do that. Okay. Whereas so, not everyone so, in Asgard obviously can throw lightning, and he is powerful and a strong warrior and a prince. Sure, but if an Asgardian came to Calgary, they would be more powerful than us. Oh yeah, and more so they would therefore Faster, be a stronger. god to us because it's just Thor is a level higher. Sure. Okay. Yeah. So he's like, I see. Okay. He's, he's the LeBron. I was trying to find an athlete Asgard. to talk about. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. Yeah. Okay, so it's like we're still all the same sort of species, but you're just a little bit better than us because of all the because of your skill set, skill set and heritage. Because the All Father is the All Father, right? Yeah, I see. But like his mom is super fast. His best friends would be gods to us. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Interesting. So that's why earlier when we were talking about the Rainbow Road, when you said they'd be gods to us, right? I see. Okay. Right. Interesting. Huh. Uh... Can we talk about, we assume it's Hela dressed as the bodysuit woman with the antlers? Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on there. I love the shot. Right? That first time, because we see Hela when she catches the hammer, and then we see that shot, uh, yeah, basically right after that, when it yeah. kind of has that 80s feel. It's like the, the Marvel comics, and it's, it's... It's the regular logo, and then <laughs> it switches to weird early 80s, and yeah. it's... Okay. And then we basically see this shot of, we think it's Hela because she comes, this person comes back a couple times. Or it's some sort of Deathbringer or something. Maybe whatever. Like a minion or something or, or yeah, whatever the case is. The thi- Okay, so we're going to take another detour into Norse mythology here. Go on. Hel is the daughter of Loki, but Loki of a previous Asgardian cycle. So... Oh. Loki from before a Ragnarok is the oh, father I see. of Hell, and then she is coming to bring this Ragnarok, kind of, because she is death. Right, because reincarnation and all that junk, and you know right. the world restarts itself and everything. Right. So this snake is... eating a tail. Yep. I see. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Yggdrasil, so... I think. Yeah. So. She is the daughter of Loki, but not Tom Hiddleston's Loki. If we're going to hell, the actual hell, yeah, and the th- the story behind hell, mm-hmm. yes, cool, but not necessarily in this because that would be weird. Sure, I but don't in, know that they yeah. would go that far, right? 
Okay. It's like, by the way, all of this has happened before, which is how we're going to recast everybody in 10 years and do this again. So, it's <laughs> just... Uh, okay. That's actually kind of clever. Right? <laughs> just Ragnarok it and do it all over again. Why not? Yeah. So that's kind of what... I mean, that's what I was wondering. Is like, is this a way to reboot the franchise? It could be. They could also introduce Ragnarok, who is a character. There's also a character named Ragnarok. Cyborg clone of Thor. What? Made to fight Thor and replace Thor when Thor dies during Ragnarok. So Ragnarok replaces Thor during Ragnarok, after Ragnarok. After Ragnarok. Because Thor dies during Ragnarok. Right. After he comes back from fighting in Ragnarok Coliseum by Coke. Well, that's... No, you're tying that to the movie, which is tying Planet Hulk into Thor Ragnarok. Oh my god. I know you tried to tie it all together there, but no, no. <laughs> one one Ragnarok at a time, Davey. Come yeah. on. <laughs> Whoa, now. <laughs> Don't over-Ragnarok yourself. <laughs> oh, good God. Okay. Uh, anyway, that shot, that's how we got to this, yeah, was that the... shot of the antlers, like we said it was, I can't remember what you said, it was a very Hannibal, Hannibal and I said it was very... Um, uh, I just lost uh, True Detective, like yeah. first season of True Detective, very kind of morbid, weirdly. Yeah, like it's not really Wendigo; it's more insectoid, like branching out horns. Yeah, or pincers, but it's still it's really cool. cool. And I want to know more about it. It yeah. intrigues me enough that I'm like, yeah, I want to know what that is, or who that is, or what the deal is with you. Yeah, or all of the above. There you go. Yeah, it looks awesome. Yeah, it does. From somebody who has never seen anything that will help me with any of the story, even if I like, if I saw this on TV for the first time yesterday, right? It just dropped the other day. Yep. But I was watching the Red Sox game or something, and like, here's brought to you by the new by the by Thor Ragnarok. Yep. And I saw that, I'd be like, damn, that looks really fun. It does. And look I know fun. nothing about it, and that like this one actually makes me because Thor has never really intrigued me. Yeah. Like I'm, I, I know. Although you do love Natalie Portman, is she in Thor? Yes. Well, crap. Anyway, <laughs> it's never been enough for me. Like, there's enough other comic book movies. Like, I've really enjoyed the the Captain Americas. Right. I've seen the the first two. Yep. So I feel like I I need to watch the Avengers before I watch the third one, though. Right. Yeah, Probably you should. should. Okay. Well, the well the third one is Civil War, so without yeah. Age of Ultron, it's not going to okay. make any sense. And okay, you should right. see the first Avengers first. That way, you get a better sense of the Hulk and yeah. Hawkeye and stuff. But I've really enjoyed the Captain America movies I've seen. I've I've wanted to see them. The Thor ones, I was just like, okay, yeah, whatever. It, yeah, I don't. Eh, it they doesn't exist. really. But this one is interesting enough that now I want to go back and actually get the information so that yeah. I can watch it because I want. My question's answered. Yeah. I think T.J. Miller's in the first one, too. Is he? I think so. Is he playing the same character he does in no. uh, Deadpool? I don't know. Weird. Deadpool is not Marvel Studios. Deadpool is Fox. Right. Because they own the X-Men rights. Right. Oh, yeah, and Deadpool has the X-Men. Like, Ty, yeah. Right. Okay, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. It's just really weird that... Because he's he... Weapon X, sort of, right? Which is what made Wolverine. Yes. So... Yeah. That part I almost knew, but that's from Mallrats. But it's just, 
damn it, Kevin Smith, make something about <laughs> Thor. Then Dave will see it, and then he'll understand all this stuff. It's just really weird that T.J. Miller is in that Marvel movie, but then in this Marvel, but not really Marvel but movie. But not Marvel movie. So he's not the same character. No. And I mean, I, it doesn't really matter. It's just like T.J. Miller is such a... Peter Skarsgård? Yeah. I think. Also in it. Really? Yeah. Interesting. It is directed by Kenneth Branagh. Like, it's just, it's a strange cast, and it's just, it's the origin of Thor. All right. And Loki. Are any of those on Netflix? I doubt it. I don't know. They were. Disney might be on, because some some Disney stuff is on Netflix. They were. I don't know if they're still there, but both Mm. of the Thors were there, and Avengers, and Age of Ultron. All right. Well, let's just double check here. Thor. Oh, look at that. Thor. Thor and Loki, Blood Brothers, I am Thor. So the first one. So you got the first one. Captain America, the first Avenger, Iron Man, the Avengers Age of Ultron. There you go. So the only one that you're missing there is Thor the Dark World, which is probably my least favorite Marvel movie. The Avengers isn't on here either. You just said the Avengers. The Avengers Age of Ultron. Ah. Yeah, sorry. More like this, Thor. Yeah, what? Weird. Anyway. Okay, so all you need to find is the second Thor and the first Avengers. Okay. Well, that's an easier task. Yeah. Okay. Might even have the second Thor kicking around here somewhere. Hmm. Anyway, it's good to know. Yeah. That I can watch some of them and get started on my backlog. Yep. (sighs) All right. Before Civil War, Ant-Man's a good idea if you haven't seen that yet. I've seen some of it. Derek was watching it before he moved out last summer. Okay. So I've seen the end of it. Sure. There you go. Yeah. It seemed fun enough. Yeah, well, it's a Paul Rudd little heist movie. Right, So exactly. it's fun. Yeah. Yeah, I saw, like, a good chunk of it. Like, I saw the final battle and, yeah. you know, him running away from the cat. And, you know, it's a decent enough little movie. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Ant-Man was fun, yeah. Uh, but, like, I know enough about him now that I feel like I could probably not have to watch the entire thing. Or yeah. should I watch the beginning just to get an idea who he is? You could. Okay. It's... I'm also saying it because it is a fun under two hour Marvel movie. Totally. That yeah. he because he comes up in Civil War. He will come up in Infinity War. He'll right. come up in later stuff. Right. You'll get more Falcon stuff that way too. And Falcon, you know, from uh Winter Soldier. Right. Right. I do. Okay. Wow. It all just comes together, hey? Yes. My God. Yes. And that's it does. what's really cool about Marvel, is they do. Like there's such a innate ability to just have this entire world and just bring it all together and yep. create this, like, it's one story, but it's so many stories at the same time combining to make one story. And it's just, like, such a broad vision, which is really cool. Exactly what DC's trying to do in, like, a movie and a half. Uh-huh. Well, they have to catch up. I guess. We're just... Take your time. And do it properly, like Marvel's been doing. Yeah. Because eventually we'll get to Thanos. Yeah, Infinity War. Okay. Which will be even easier for you to remember in future. Totally. Infinity War. We'll get to the Infinity War. Right. And then there'll be some sort of stall with Marvel, maybe. Maybe? But or if they there's might not, just flesh so, out like, yeah. other characters. Sure. Anyway, right? it's like people are willing to put the time in to watch all these movies. Yep. They would do the same for you, too, DC. Yeah, if they took the time. Yeah. Instead, we'll just cram two and a half hours of Batman versus Superman in together. Did I tell you that I saw some of the concept stuff from CinemaCon for Aquaman? And? 
I can't talk about it on here, but I can talk about it off of microphone. Okay. So we will move on to our next question then. Sure. So our second question will be brought to you by Corn. Probably hadn't thought about Corn yet today, but you should be. You should be. Everything has corn in it. Everything is corn. Why aren't you having corn right now, Dave? You're listening to me right now talking about corn. Using corn. Eat corn. Buy corn. Live corn. Corn. And we're back. And today's second question comes to us from Liam, who wants to know, what stops you from 100%ing a video game? Yeah. That's a good question. And it's, we're in a bit of a time crunch, so it's also nice to, we had thought about doing a second trailer reacts, but now it's looking like this is probably a better idea. Yeah, thanks for the baby driver requests, it would have been great. And but Atomic Blonde. And Atomic Blonde. We will try and get to those as soon as we can. If we can. Yeah. It just, this week, we didn't have the time. And more people asked about Thor, so yeah. that's why we did Thor. Exactly. So, um, you're a gamer. Yeah. Do you... <laughs> Let's just deflect off of me uh-huh. right away. Totally. Um, we talked last week about uh, what, Horizon, Horizon Zero Dawn, Zero Dawn yep. and you 100%ed that one, right? Yep. But then there's other ones where I think we talked about, I can't remember exactly what it was, but you had said that you hadn't 100%ed it. So yeah. let's start there. Like, what is something that, what is a reason why you wouldn't 100% a game? Or what is the reason why you would? Is it because you love the game that much that yeah. you want to do everything. everything you possibly can? Yes. Okay. That is why I do it. Mm-hmm. Also, specifically, there has to be no multiplayer trophies. Oh, sure. Yeah. Because I know you don't multiplayer. Not really. Yeah. I like doing it with friends. Yeah. It's just I very rarely am playing the same game as my friends. Everybody else is playing the big multiplayer online shooters. And yeah. unless I'm playing with them, I don't like just doing randos. So right. it's meh. Okay. I'd rather play a single player narrative. Sure. Because I like that. Right. So. And a lot of multiplayer trophies are a pain. Oh, yeah? Like the the Last of Us multiplayer trophies took 40 hours or somebody. Somebody was telling me about it because they got the platinum. And they're like, yeah, 40 hours in multiplayer? I'm like, I don't want to play. I I hear it's good. I tried it a little bit. Yeah, mm. it's fine. It's just, but it is multiplayer. So, yeah. meh. How oh. many hours can I run around in a map shooting other players? Right. Well, and that's, I, I'm not sure I've ever 100%ed a game. Okay. Not even, like, Donkey Kong Country or Mortal Kombat. Well, no, Mortal Kombat's actually really hard. Uh, Sonic. I mean, like, is Sonic, when you just finish the game, would that be 100%ing it? Because I, I know, like... I don't even know if there are secrets in Sonic. There probably are. Right? And yeah. so, I'm just thinking as far as, like, as the evolution of games have gone on. Right. Right? Where they actually give you a progress tracker. Absolutely. And for PlayStation, it's trophies. For Xbox, it's achievements. Like yeah, achievement points, achievement right? unlocked, yeah. Yeah. Like, even games that I loved, like Grand Theft Auto. Oof, those are so long. Right? Multiple playthroughs, yeah. Because they're really fun and everything, but you have to do things like find all the different... or. 
case in point, it's something I've played more recently, um, Assassin's Creed. Oh, yeah, find all the shanties. All the shanties, and, like, all the scrolls and all the, yeah, like... feathers and, yep. It's stuff that's not contributing to the storyline per se. Like, you can play it without doing this, so... Right. But it's just, you have to climb every building and you have to go yep. and like through every burrow and just make sure like you you can't leave any stone unturned because you want to make sure that you get all these different things and like that's really cool and i appreciate that there's those extra it's more to do if you're really enjoying it and that's mm-hmm. the point right horizon zero dawn didn't require an, a second playthrough i did it all in one playthrough, right but i had to do everything i had to find all the ancient mugs all of the banuk statues all yeah. of the everything and that did require climbing to stuff, but it wasn't too many. Oh, okay. There was six Banuke statues, 30 metal flowers. Right. So it, it was probably under 100 okay. things to collect. And most of them were just, I have, I'm walking this direction. There's one, a two-minute walk, real sure. two-minute real-time walk. If I walk two minutes that way, I'm going to find two things yeah. that I need to go towards it and I'll probably see a really cool vista that I will then take a picture of obviously so <laughs> and then spend 45 minutes taking pictures and adjusting yeah. adjusting the f-stop and the aperture yeah and, yeah now Far Cry 3 there's the the uh statues yep. the little statues and then there's letters and stuff like that right the nice thing about that is and I didn't that might be one that I would go through and try because I enjoyed it so much that I would try sure. and collect them all. And I like the open world. I mean, but it would almost be more fun to try and do it before I've taken all the outposts because then you can, you know, then you you have the, the added fear of getting busted by pirates and everything and trying to, whereas yeah. like once, now that I've completed the game, now that the, the story has been told, I could go back and keep playing, but I'm not really running the risk of attacking people. Now I'm just yeah. exploring this world and... That's essentially what happened when I 100% in Far Cry Primal. I was done everything, yeah. and I had one trophy left yeah. for killing something. Okay. Like I didn't kill enough of these things or right. grab something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But so it was. The world is empty of bad guys for the most part. I just have to find the thing to kill. Yeah. Okay. I did it because. Because you could 100% why, it, right? Yeah. And why it, leave that one? Absolutely. And I think if I had. You know, only a couple... If you were 99% of the way there, and the last one was, get these four things. I would absolutely do it it. just to have done it. But I think, you know, if I'm going and looking for other things, and all of a sudden there's there's a letter, I'm like, oh, I'll pick it up, I'll take that. But it's never been a priority to me to collect them all. And it was... You mentioned Assassin's Creed. Ubisoft has so many collectibles in Mm -hmm. all of their stuff that it becomes... It starts to feel like work. And the second it starts to feel like work, why am I doing it? Absolutely. to forget about work. That's that's exactly it. Now, Black Flag, that aside, I tried to collect all the shanties because while sailing around in Black Flag, they sang the shanties. And I want to hear that. Because that was actually changing... Right. Something in the game. It wasn't just the feathers, like Ezio grabbing the feathers on the... What does that do? Not really anything. Yeah. But the shanties were actually adding music to the game. Okay. So, yeah, I appreciated that. The beautiful thing about Horizon Zero Dawn collectibles is they all had uh, dealers, essentially. So collectors who would give you stuff for sets of them. So, oh, hey, okay. I found these eight metal flowers. Right. Like, oh, great. Give me a box that has a really cool weapon that I used through most of the game for. Right. So, like, that was nice. Okay. And I liked that that was all attached to it. All of the collectibles had things attached that would help me in-game. Sure. So I felt like, 
if I find those other two things, I could take it to the collector and I'll get something for it. Right. And I, with Far Cry 3, that kind of makes sense. Like when you go on the hunting missions, because I did all the hunting missions and I did all the, the wanted dead or alive missions. Right. Um, because I mean, I really enjoyed them and I got to shoot more people and, and like those were, as added, you do. Yeah, exactly. Those were added bonuses. But some of the hunting missions, you had to kill, like, the the one, like, you had to kill three of these, or, like, the, the one, the killer bear, like, the death bear or whatever it was. Oh, yeah. And in doing that, then... Ghost bear? Ghost, it might have been the ghost bear, yeah. yeah. But in doing that, then you could make the final ammo pouch that you needed to... Exactly. To get... To hold more rockets or to hold more grenades or whatever it was. Yep. So I appreciated that it, doing those missions meant that there was something else. Yeah. I totally get that. Um, but if it was, get those 200 feathers to get the achievement slash trophy. Eh. Not that big a deal for me. No. Yeah. I do feel like, and I've talked about wanting to go back and play Far Cry 3 again. Yep. After I've played Far Cry 4, because that will probably be the next game I play, because I have it now. Um, Might as well. Right. But I feel, because there's enough replay, that maybe this time, like I said, I will try to uh, capture all the outposts with maybe just my knife. Yeah. Or, you know, find different ways to make the game that much more fun, but also try and get all these statues. I can't remember what they're called. Like, they're... The little... Tiki's. Tiki's, yeah, yep. basically. And the letters, but do it before I've taken all the outposts, so that way there is more sense of the unknown. Look at the achievement list. Yeah. There may actually be an achievement for silently taking every outpost. That's true. So, and that is that is exactly what makes those trying to 100% it fun. Yeah. Going for the achievements and trophies is because it will make you do stuff differently. Mm-hmm. Which... Or the best lists don't, but they allow you to try and see things that yeah. you maybe wouldn't have otherwise, but it doesn't dramatically change the way you're playing the game. Yeah. Well, and that's, I mean, that's that's what I liked about Far Cry is there's things like, there's three different levels of taking the outpost. There was, you know, the, there's the, you get 500 experience points if you just do it. You get 1,000 if you do it without setting off an alarm, and you get 1,500 with, if you're never spotted. If you're never spotted or anything. And yep. So, like, there are incentives to do it more stealthily. Yep. And so it would be interesting to see if there's actually achievements for something like that or, you know... I'm sure there is. Finish the game using only your handgun or whatever. Like, they're just yep. added added challenges for you. Yep. Um, so do you find that you more often 100% a game or don't 100% don't. a game? Yeah. It's way more often that I don't. Yeah. Yeah. And so... I mean, the question is, what stops you from 100%ing it? What, I mean, we've talked about, like, it, it feels too much like work. It doesn't add anything to the actual gameplay. It just, it's one more thing you have to do. Right. And it's not... Multiplayer trophies. And well. the multiplayer trophies, yeah. yeah. Is there any other reasons why? Um, I look at time commitment okay. as well. There are some stuff like Skyrim seems like it would take four or 500 hours. Oh. <sighs> And it's just to be, but they want you to do everything. Right. And Skyrim is one of those games where as soon as you're done with the tutorial, you don't have to do the story again for 200 hours. You could just go off. You want to buy a house and become a hunter and get married and have kids? Do it. Right. You can literally do that. And there are trophies for get married. Right. And joining all of the different guilds. Well, sometimes your character build to do one guild is not going to work really well for another guild, so you need a second character for that, right. which means you need to run through the tutorial and then get leveled to the point where you want to try that guild. So it's... 
I love the game, but do I really want to do that? I don't know. At a certain point when it stops being something that I want to do, sure. I can just put it down. Yeah. And usually that's after I've completed the main story. Yeah. It's like, okay, do I want to do another character or do I want to do something else for a while? Well, I've done 120 hours. Maybe I'll do something else for a while. And to me, that's it, right? Is I play so few video games and I want to... I play them for the story and I want to... Right. Once I'm done the story and I've done all the, like... I've done all the really cool things, then I'm like, okay, I could explore this world, but I feel like I've explored this world a lot while I was playing the story. Yep. So, and I understand that Far Cry 3 is probably a smaller map than Skyrim. Oh, yeah. Right. Way smaller. Way smaller. (laughs) So, I understand that there's more to explore in Skyrim, which is why it takes five, ten times as long to play. Yep. So, there is that that knowledge, but for me, I just want to play a different video game. Yeah. And so that is um, that definitely ties into my not 100%ing it yeah. all the time, wanting to do something else. Yeah. You put in enough time, it's like, okay, that was great, but yeah. I'm ready to try something different. I'm ready to switch. The one we were talking about last week, I think, was Mad Max. Yeah. Where yeah. it was just, this is fine, but I am kind of, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good. I'm ready to stop now. Yeah. It got really repetitive, so let's just call it call it and so yeah there's no sense in really trying 100% that and I mean especially because it's do all the races do all the races in all of the different cars do it's like okay well that's just feeling like a time suck whereas I could play Horizon now or I've got all of these free stuff all of this free stuff stacked up from PS Plus yeah I can just do some of that until Horizon comes out slash and now Persona's here so I'm gonna play that for till it's done sure Interesting. Will I 100% that? Uh, probably not. Yeah? It's too big? Um, From what I'm told, you can probably do it in one and a half to two playthroughs, which means 200 hours. Right. You can't do it in one. Yeah. You might be able to if you completely min-max it. Mm. And that means breaking down everything to maximize the best parts and maximize your progression and minimize the time used. Right. In this sense, that's what min-maxing is. Right. You don't need to tweet me, people. I know what it means. He's just talking to the person who doesn't really know that, and so it's just your... Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So I probably won't, but over the course of the PS4's lifetime, and say PS5 is backwards compatible with PS4... Yeah. I'm going to keep the disc... Sure. Maybe there's a time where there's a lull, there's nothing I want to play, I want a JRPG, I might go back then, and then maybe I do platinum it, just right. because I'm like, well, I did the this way the first time, let's do this. Sure. And Yay. then you go through, and oh, you've done everything you need to do. Yep. Cool. I forgot about races. There's always races. Yeah. I'm so bad at the races, and so it's just like, oh, do you want to race me? No. I don't really, because... Oh, you have to. <laughs> Occasionally, it, you have to. Yeah. Yep. But the ones where you don't, it's just like, you could race me for extra money. I'm like, yeah, I don't, I don't need to. I'm good. Yeah. 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 And I don't know if that would go into 100%ing because. It does. Does it? Race all the races or win all the races or whatever. Yep. Uh, Yeah. I'm just. Win all the races in legendary time, place in the top 10, place in the top 100. I'm not disciplined enough to do any of those. That stops me pretty much too. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. The thing in Far Cry that I never liked were those medical ones. The medical deliveries? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. 
Where am I going? Okay, fine. Ugh. Yeah, and I would do the odd one. Fell off my quad again. Guess I have to restart. Bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, there'd be times where I'd be racing. It's just like, oh, here's a qu- oh, I'm. Di- I really want this vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll do it and try, but mostly I just need a way to get down the mountain. Yep. So that's why Far Cry Four was so awesome. And they're like, here's a little helicopter. Thank you. Gone. <laughs> Perfect. I used the uh, the the hand glider a lot. Hand yep. glider a lot. Just because it was fun to fly, but also... You'll like the helicopter. Yeah, perfect. Especially when you get the wingsuit, because you can then wingsuit off of the helicopter. <laughs> the wingsuit in Far Cry so 3 was so fun. I loved having that thing. I wanted to... I would just use it every now and then. I'd just jump off something and be like, wingsuit, and done. Yeah. Like, wingsuit, parachute, just to, to get a chance to use the wingsuit again. You should check to see if Just Cause is on Xbox 360. Yeah? Yeah. It's all grappling hook wingsuit hang gliding stuff oh, to amazing. go as open world, completely destructible environments. Yeah. Cool. It's like a Grand Theft Auto, but you're leading a revolution on a small Mediterranean island. Terrific. With more hang gliding and grappling wingsuits. And wingsuits. And, yeah. Okay. I'll look into that. And uh, rocket mines that you can attach to stuff and then launch. <laughs> it seems like a game that you would particularly enjoy. We can look after. You know done. me very well. <laughs> yes, I do. Co-op trophies are sometimes tricky. Yeah. Um, again, the concept of having friends playing the same thing I am at the right time, because sometimes I'm playing it when it just comes out, but usually not. Right. Unless I'm super excited, I'm waiting. Yeah. Because I'm catching up on all of the stuff on my backlog. So, but... Yeah. Hey, Dave. Thanks for coming over to podcast. I need you to play this for the next two hours with me so I can get this one trophy. Yeah. Yay. Thank you. <laughs> See you next week. I just recorded that. If you guys are up for that, we'll totally do an episode yeah. where Dave and I play video games. Totally. <laughs> We've done it before. Yep. Sort of. Ish. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, is there anything else, really? Like... We knew this was going to be a fairly quick question because, um, I just I, I mean I'm not one like I said I don't think I've ever I've finished video games before like it's really to me it's an achievement when I actually get through to the end of a video game yeah like, credits s- are an achievement hundred like, percent yeah and so like you know even when I finished Sonic for the first time I got so excited there you go I don't know which I got more excited for Sonic or Mario Sonic because. I like Sega, and I almost, like, I think I prefer Sonic, but okay. I played Mario Brothers at so many friends' houses yep, and never, ever finished them. It was 2006, <laughs> 2005, somewhere around there, that I finally finished Mario Brothers for the first time. Okay. I was a grown-up, and... It, got... It's exciting-ish. I think it's fun. Yeah, I mean... But that's like, hey... Now everything's Beatles. So it's just a little bit harder. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, I understand that when you finish, it just kind of repeats, and then you just play more, but, which is always embarrassing. My friends would be on Beatle Worlds, and I'd still be on World 3. Um, but for me, just being able to at least, to even finish that game yeah. was an achievement. Um, yeah, so it was it was cool to have been able to do that. Sure. But... Yeah, so, to, like, finishing a video game... I think the first one I ever finished was Ren and Stimpy. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Right? Well, it was probably Mario. What, it would either be Mario 1 or Mario 3. I'm not sure which one I finished right. first. But 
at the, like to me, it's just getting to that point where there's credits. I'm like, yes, I finished <laughs> it. I had the discipline to actually play this game enough. Hundred percenting yep. has never been something that I really felt the urge to do. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, um, I will go through achievements and be like, like I'll look on the on the on the menu and be like, okay, oh, I've done that. I've done that. Oh, I didn't know that I had to. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I'll try that. And well, a lot of the shooter ones are uh, thirty kills with the SMG, thirty kills with the assault rifle, yeah. thirty kills with this, ten guys on fire, twenty right. guys with fire barrels. Yeah, it's like okay. That's at least interesting. Yeah. If you're playing it again, it's like, okay, this time I want to try and get all of these, which means I have to switch my weapons. Yeah, exactly. Because I went through the whole thing with sniper rifle and assault rifle. That's all I use. Oh my God, can you imagine? And I mean, I understand yeah, that there's... that's usually what I end up doing. <laughs> like, in Far Cry, you don't get the sniper rifle until later. Super late, yeah. But, you know, so it's like, you can't pass the entire game with just a sniper rifle because at the beginning, you only have your handgun. That's true. But... But for example, like Borderlands, a series mm-hmm. I adore. Right, I know you. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, one. yeah. I played the sniper character all the time, so it is literally I will play the whole game with sniper rifle nice. and assault rifle. Awesome. That's it. So, yay! But then there's trophies for finishing the game with every character, and there's four. And I yeah, just, and like eh. it's just they're. Just, I, I understand that they're trying to just get you to play it over and over again. Sure. Yeah. Like that. That. Yeah, I totally get that. But at a certain point, it's like, well, I'm I'm done with this one. Yeah. The the Diablo 3 100% is one that I, I wonder about trying to get. Mm. But I need to get a level 70 character in every class. There's six. Uh, that, so that's the whole game plus a little bit afterwards. Yeah. And you have to play it once with permadeath, meaning finish the entire game without dying once. So I, I don't know if I'll ever get there. My permadeath characters in World Four or the Fourth Act, right? So hmm. close, but I also put it down for a while. And now I'm like, do I pick it up and risk her dying and right. then screwing myself out of those twenty hours, twenty five hours of permadeath play? Right. Did you and I play Diablo three a little bit? Yeah, we you did. T- okay, yeah. It's the one where you're kind of looking from up top, top down, okay. dungeon crawly. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I liked that game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what is just off the cuff here, what is your most proud 100%? What are you most proud of 100%ing? Oh, probably Horizon. Yeah. Probably. I kind of figured. Yeah. I really liked that one. Yeah. It was worth it. Yeah. Interesting. Also doing it in one playthrough and having the credits roll and it pop the 100% trophy during the credits. So knowing that I achieved absolutely everything in one playthrough... I didn't use guides for anything. Like, I didn't have to look anything up on the internet. Right. I didn't have to... wasn't stuck at puzzles. I did them all myself. So this was one that I just pure 100% by myself. Right. So I really like that one. Cool. Okay. Uh, Far Cry Primal was a great one. Yeah. I really enjoyed doing that one, but I loved Far Cry Primal. Right. I know you did. <laughs> Caveman is, Far Cry. It's so it good. Is it your favorite of the Far Cries? Um, maybe. Yeah. I love four. I really I'm love four. Really looking forward to playing that one. But I just caveman. The thing is, is there's only three or four weapons in Primal, right? right? But riding a saber tooth tiger and having them maul people for you while you then jump off and start clubbing people to death, pretty great. Yeah, pretty great. That's yeah. I never. I didn't use all the weapons. Like there were some that were just so big and cumbersome and expensive to reload or to yep. to re- replenish the ammo that I didn't. 
use all of them. So there's all sorts of different ways I could play it. And that's the sort of game that I could go back a few different times. And, yeah. you know, I'm going to keep this, this mission. I'm only going to use this gun or yeah. whatever, right? Like there's there's enough of a replay there. Yeah, there yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, when I 100% a game, I will consider that my most excellent achievement, I suppose. From the sounds of it, it'll probably be Far Cry 3. If, you have, if you're doing one, that's probably going to be the one that you end up 100%ing. Yeah, more than likely. Or if I really get get behind Far, Far Cry 4, maybe that one too. I just... 4 has multiplayer trophies in it. Far Cry 3 it is. 3 does not. Max Payne. That's fair. Yeah. A linear one might not be... But the thing with some of the linear games for 100%ing is they are so meticulous and they basically insist you play them multiple times. Right. You need to do stuff in New Game Plus. You need to have your starting equipment has to be what you ended off with because the next time you have to be able to kill stuff in a certain amount of time, blah, 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 right. blah. So it's just like, ugh. Pass. Fair enough. I hope that answered your question, Liam. Yeah. Again, it's more my wheelhouse, but... I'm happy to talk about it and yeah. ask you questions and almost interview on this. Like that, yeah. I felt like that's what more this this podcast is more like. Let Dave ask Sean questions that are kind of related to Liam's question. Yes. So next week we'll have to do something that's fairly Dave heavy. Sure. I guess that's it. You, Mister and Miss Internet, are the lifeblood of our podcast, and we would like to answer your questions or just have a good old fashioned chat. Do you want to talk to us on Twitter? I can be found at David Ron, that's Ron with two N's. Sean is at Sean Cord, that's Sean with you, and we are at Guys From Podcast. You can email us at guysfrompodcast at gmail.com, Facebook us at The Guys From, or give your questions to Heimdall. At some point, I will walk the Rainbow Road and come in contact with him. Now, obviously, I won't be granted access to Asgard because I didn't get my paperwork in order, but I feel like Heimdall will be cool enough to deliver your message to me, and in that message, your question will be there, and we'll answer it for you. When you get back from the Rainbow Road. When I get back from the Rainbow Road. I think that you just gave up on... I, I'm i also happy that I gave up on calling it what it's actually called and just went with Rainbow Road because that stuck. <laughs> if you guys enjoy the guys from podcast, tell anyone you can any way you can. And the best thing you can do to give us a hand is leave us a rating or a review on iTunes or on any podcatcher of your choice. Ratings and reviews help there too. We're available on all the things. Hey, Dave, is there anything you wanted to plug? It was recently the 100th anniversary of the Canadian victory at Vimy. Uh, that was the decisive victory that essentially made Canada a country and not just part of the Dominion. Kind Woo. of a feather in our cap, as it were. And it still is. So, while I know all the veterans from World War One have passed away, maybe just thank a veteran for their service the next time you see one. Okay? Sean? Yeah. On our website, www.theguysfrom.com, aside from hosting this stuff Sean likes podcast, we also write articles on things like music, that's indie music every day, throwback tracks every Thursday, movies, TV, you name it, we probably write about it. Where can I find all that again? www.theguysfrom.com. Oh, uh, yeah. Head to iHorror.com for all of your horror news interview and review needs, including panels from Monster Palooza 2017, which just occurred this past weekend in Pasadena. There's some cool stuff about the upcoming return of Chucky, and some Robert Englund stuff, and a whole bunch of neat things. And also, it came out on the website on Wednesday, but I just wanted to recommend Five Came Back, a miniseries, a documentary miniseries, Netflix original, 
uh, produced by Steven Spielberg and Amblin and a whole bunch of other folks who talked about some of the classic film directors who I have talked about on here and in Better Late Than Never a bunch of times and what they did during World War II and the propaganda films they made and just their story. I can't recommend it highly enough. It's really good. There you go. Special thanks to The Sweets for our terrific opening music. Check out their website at www.wearethesweets.com. And also, special thanks to Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com for our takeout music called Fearless First, as well as today's ad music called Rainbows. That seems fitting. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, it's almost like you knew. Yeah. (laughs) This has been episode 163 of the Guys From Podcast, The Planned Podcast. Thanks for listening. Once again, I'm Sean. And I'm Dave. Have a great week, everybody. The Guys From Podcast is brought to you in part by nothing. Nothing but Dave's fondness for having to figure out how to spell Norse names. Hey, Dave. Yes? Spell Mjolnir for me. M-E-U-L-L-E-R. There you go. There's actually a J in it. So you know nothing about the character. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. And you've seen none of the movies. Right. Have you? And you don't know if you've seen The Avengers. I don't think I have. Well, this will all be new to you. Sweet. There it is. So, he's on a rotisserie? Kind of. I can kind of think of that. It's a long story. Okay, so that's a big deal, right? Yep, that is a big deal. Because his hammer's supposed to be indestructible? Pretty much. Yes. See, I'm doing okay. Valhalla. No. Damn it. And that's Kate Blanchett? Yep. Kate Blanchett looks great as an emo. Looks pretty damn good, doesn't it? Holy <laughs> mackerel. Is he getting his hair cut? What? <laughs> That's Loki. I knew that. Wow. New look for... Oh.
Oh, that looks awesome. <laughs>